An app to control a plane, a constitutional convention, and a resistance led by none other than Alex Parrish. Season 2, Episode 21, and the season finale of Quantico start right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. It is the last dance. Welcome uh, to AfterBuzz TV and the Quantico After Show. I am your host, Drexel Hurd. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Drexel Hurd and uh, like my Facebook page, Drexel Hurd Official. Welcome back to the panel this week. <laughs> What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in. I am Timothy Michael. You can reach me on all social media platforms at I am Timothy Mike. And to my left, Hey guys, I'm Renee Ariel, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel, and check out my blog, sextingandthecity.com. You can follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV, uh, and follow along in the conversation in the chat room. If you're in the chat room, hello, um, and leave your comments below for these last two episodes of the season. Sorry we missed last week. A lot of crazy schedules here in Los Angeles, so we always have to compete with that, but we are back this week to talk Rainbow. And resistance. So let's start um, combined, just real quick. Ooh. How did you guys like these last two episodes? Um, I felt like this was more of a series finale than a season finale. And I don't know if I was the only one who felt that watching these, but it just felt like it was coming to a head. I enjoyed the Rainbow episode, and then the Resistance episode, I just felt like it went too fast, and they wrapped everybody up without leaving us a cliffhanger. So a little disappointed. I agree with you in the sense of it definitely felt like a series finale. Um, I liked that it went out with a bang. I enjoyed seeing Ryan and Alex back together. However, there were moments that just felt so weird because it was like, oh, no, no, we can't be together. We can't be together. And then within an episode, Ryan's like, I can completely change and we can be together. (laughs) And then they were together and he gave up everything, literally his life, to be with her. And no one was like, hey, like, where'd Ryan go? Hmm, interesting. Well, we definitely want to know what you guys thought about those episodes. So leave those comments below. Hello, Chels. Chels M90, that's my girl. In uh, the chat room. Hello, and uh, welcome to everybody watching and listening if you're on podcast. Um, so let's talk about where we left off from the last episode, episode 20. Episode 20. Uh, we left off, Claire Haas was resigning. And President Rourke, or Henry Rourke, is about to take the oath of office. Not necessarily take the oath of office, but... He was going to be taking the oath of office right after uh, 10 o'clock the next day. Um, so, in Rainbow, the, we started off with Rourke signing the registry, this, mm-hmm. this executive order. Now, what's really interesting about when we started this, when we started this season, uh, when we started this season, it was before the election, I believe, mm-hmm. and then we got into post-election, and the cre- right creators were saying that how do they take Quantico into this post-Trump world? Mm-hmm. And how close do they get to reality? Um, and a lot of the things that we're going to talk about today um, kind of are super important. And, and, I'll, and I say that because, and I'll say this on my show tomorrow because I do political culture on Tuesdays, is that like last week super stressed me out. Like as a politico, like it, I was really stressed out. And then watching this episode, I was like, this is what this world would be mm-hmm. like if Donald Trump was smarter. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you know what I mean? Like if, scary, he was, yeah. if he was as smart as Henry Rourke, like if Steve Bannon was president, this is exactly what our America would look like right yeah. now. And that's very scary. Um, so they started out signing um, this this radical 
this registry to curb radical terrorism in the United States executive order, Muslim registry. Now, this is something that I believe would get knocked down by all the courts because, as we can, as we know now, a Muslim ban obviously would not be able to make the court like nope. pass the court. So, Muslim registry certainly would not be able to uh, go into effect. So, that's you know, in the world of Quantico, that's something that they never really addressed. Um, at this point, we're just a few days in, or probably a couple of weeks into the uh, Rourke administration. Um, well, Alice, less than a week. Less than a week. Yeah. Uh, Alice, so he's probably, they said he signed more executive orders than anybody. Um, and then uh, Alice Winter is now in the national security role. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily a national security advisor. I couldn't tell between, I couldn't, I, it wasn't really clear what her role was. Um, and the FBI is now. Uh, looking for the team, mm-hmm. uh, specifically uh, Ryan and Shelby and Raina. And Raina. Yeah. Um, th- what was and as we start this conversation, there are like I said, there are a lot of scary things that kind of point to things that are happening right now. The FBI looking for the team at the behest of the President of the United States. Now, typically, the FBI doesn't is it a, t- should be an independent organization, an independent. Uh, um, uh, you know, not intelligence, but a law enforcement agency and should not be at the control of the president. In this case, the FBI was in control of, I mean, the president was in control of that. Um, And why, like, how did you guys feel about, like, watching that piece of it? You're like, well, now this team who was the FBI, the CIA, because it goes back to what the end, I'm just skipping ahead real quick, which I never do. Um, where they talk about was Alex a traitor or a hero? Like, how do you explain to the American people like what you were doing, like without telling them what you were doing? And now you're the only people that you are taking their word for it is the bad guys, being the president and his team. I mean, I just feel like the in terms of the FBI going after the team. Um, I feel like because of everything that happened with them being in the spotlight and because of the media, the person who was running the FBI um, decided to, you know, couldn't say no to the FBI going after them. Like they were in a in a in a tight spot where oh, they were like, like right now. yeah, where they had to go after them. Otherwise, the American public would have been like, okay, why are you not going after them? I don't necessarily think that. Yes, President Rourke was supporting that decision, but I think if he was president, or if he wasn't president, they would have still had to go after the team regardless. Because of the tight spot that they put them, that they they were put in, because of the the um, the uh, collaborators. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. It was just it was odd. I, I just the the way it transitioned through these two episodes were, was very odd. Because first they were being chased, and then they were being rewarded, and then right. they were being chased, and then. Alex was a question it's at the end. It's an emotional roller coaster yeah. with a lot of these well, things. Within it. two episodes. Right. right. And that was another thing that bothered me about these two episodes was the fact that, you know, these are people that are a constant pain in your side. Why can't you just <laughs> arrest them for something? And yet he let them go on so many different levels. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm after you. I caught you, but I'm letting you go. Oh, no, I caught you. I'm letting you go. But... In the end, if you would have just arrested them in the first place, like when the FBI first came into them in the second episode and was like, oh, we're here, and Alex was like, we'll go quietly, and they were like, no, we're not here to arrest you, and you're like, well... Because the American people would have never known regardless. They just would have never known. Right, but if they had just arrested them, then none of this would have happened. Like, their their plot, the collaborator's plot would have gone on without 
a hitch. Right. Now, in a, in the real world, the obviously from a due process standpoint, they have about 48 hours they can hold somebody and then they got to let them go or whatever. But in this case, I'm sure the president and the NSA and the intelligence community probably could have come up with some trumped up chart, <laughs> trumped up charges and said, uh, for national security reasons, we have to hold you. Yeah. And that would have been how they got, they got held. Um, you know, or treasonous um, things. But then they would have lawyered up and they would have had to eventually have some you know, some due process stuff. Um, so the main task of the first episode was to uh, get the FFA code, uh, the Federal Aviation uh, Administration code, to ground the planes because they found out that an app could control, could take a hold of a plane um, or that people could take a hold of a plane through apps, uh, through six people on different flights. Because the engine avionics was being installed on all the planes because of what happened last Correct. time. Correct. Right. Um, and Peter Theo was the creator of this app. Um, and so, and they also had to stop the attack from the air. So now you've got Alex and Ryan and everybody in the air. And what were you going to say? In the air? I'm saying, wait, no, no, no. Who was they, on the plane? None Nobody of them. Was on the plane. But this was what I was going to say. Last week, did they not show a preview People, of uh, Alex and, and, and Ryan that's, that, in Maybe the plane? that's what I was thinking. That's 100% what you were thinking because <laughs> I was waiting for that moment. I'm like, oh, is there a seventh plane? Because in the preview, it showed Alex and Ryan like saving this plane that's going down. Never happened. I was saying right. the same thing. They were never in the air. But you're thinking of that clip that exists. Look it up from last yeah, week. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back to see like yeah, what the there. preview was there. And I was like... And it's 100% like them stopping the plane from crashing. Right. Like it's Alex and um, and Ryan in a plane like, oh, it's going down and trying do to save it. Do you think that they changed? I think they do just think do that... these stupid previews just throw us off. I honestly Like do. that dinner with um, Caleb that never happened. Yeah. Like all of these like previews that they've set up for us and then we go to the next episode and we're like, was so that didn't happen. Okay. Right. Yeah, that was a little weird. Let me, yeah, thank you, because I was like, I You're thought not I crazy. saw them on the plane, yeah, but no. they didn't. But we did see them on the plane later. Um, so, so yeah, so that was the main task to, to stop these from happening. I thought it was really cool that we now bring, we now had to bring back uh, more team members, mm-hmm. uh, Miranda and Will. We they like Will on this show. Yeah, they I keep like bringing Will. him back. I liked Will too, and they keep bringing him back. And 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 then Matthew Keys. Um, who we thought was a bad guy at the beginning, who turned out not to be as bad. And I think I only thought he was a bad guy because he was so good at being bad on ABC's Revenge. Oh, I haven't seen Revenge. I keep thinking that he, he played Conrad Grayson, and I keep thinking that he's Well, they were also guy. pretty ominous about his character. Like, they would right. show him, like, sporadically, and then he would disappear, and you're like, okay, well, where where did he go? <laughs> if right. he's the like head that? of this, one of the heads of the task force, where did he go? And you're s- sitting here showing President Haas more than you're showing right. somebody else who could be there and has nothing else to do. Right. How scary it is, how scary, how scary is it, how scary is it, um... The idea of an app being able to, somebody from the ground being able to control apps. Like, we already know that when an update happens to a phone, it's controlled globally. Yeah. Yeah. And this and morning, this morning I was walking because we have a Amazon Echo. And I remember thinking to myself, because, you know, if you, in the morning you say, like, good morning, whatever. Computer, good morning, or whatever. It answers you. It answers back to That's you. That's creepy. And it's for lonely it gives people. you, and it gives you, it, and it gives you up like an update of the day. Like today's, like if it was Mother's Day, like a Mother's Day was like today's Mother's Day. Let me tell you a haiku. Like that's what it said. And uh, and then it fun. reads this haiku. But that has to be uploaded 
globally through something else. So, like, now you've got these apps that can control the planes in the air. I feel like this just gave some crazy person in the world a great idea. I'm sure it was there. I mean, if you think about it, ideas, no idea is new anymore. Most ideas are just... Recycled. Recycled. You know, so I'm sure somebody, I'm sure the Quantico writers did not just think of this. I'm sure somebody has tried to attempt to do this. And I think I I really enjoyed this uh, little twist with the planes and stuff like that because it, um, it hired the stakes for me of the show where I was like, wow, this is really dangerous. I'm really concerned about all these people. There's six planes up there. Like, where are they going? Where are their targets? Mm -hmm. But then it was resolved so quickly. And this is one of my my critiques for Quantico in itself is that they resolve things so fast that I don't have a chance to really invest invest emotionally into these situations where I'm like, I want to sit here and wonder where these planes, I want to be with these passengers on this plane, but yet it gets resolved so fast that I'm like, Okay, well, that, all right, well, great. It was a threat, now it's not a threat. Awesome. I don't really have any feelings about it now. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you, and I thought they were going to be have more to it simply because of last week's preview right. for the episode. It really seemed like that's what the whole episode would be about. But honestly, they spent more time having Shelby try to sober up Clay right. than they did actually showing what was going on with the planes. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys watched... Um Sherlock. No. But this was something that happened in Sherlock where they were trying to ground this plane. But ABC has a... Um, Which was just a figment of an imagination. Was a figment of an imagination, but, but like still, like an airplane going down, they have to get spoilers. through Spoilers. But, I mean, it's not a spoiler because it was, it had not much, I mean, there was a, yeah, anyway. But ABC also has a lot of shows that have plane issues anyway. You mean Shonda Grey's Rhymes, Anatomy? Grey's several. Anatomy, Shonda Rhymes shows. But Grey's Anatomy does it really well. This show did not. Yeah, but I how just, many plane crashes Okay, that's what Anatomy I was going to say. I remember, like, I watched maybe and 10 seasons Anatomy, in. Big fan. But it was like, I remember I watched an episode that was new, and they're like, well, what happened in your plane crash? I'm like, that's not a normal thing. No, 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 no. That's Look, not I like do a- the Grey's Anatomy after show on Thursday nights, and the season finale is coming up, and they almost had a plane crash this season. That's but, the episode I watched. Right, and it wasn't an actual plane crash, but the, the stakes were still raised. Like, didn't you feel, like, emotionally invested? Like, oh, my God, is this plane going to go down, or is it not going to go down, or invested was, in the passengers? No, I was literally thinking about that time that all of them crashed in that plane. Oh, my gosh, that's all you're thinking about. What, I, but, what but, I'm saying right. is that Grey's Anatomy does plane crash is really well because they they make you invested in this actual situation whereas Quantico I felt like it was a missed opportunity whereas this situation was really really cool and then I just wasn't invested emotionally. Yeah there was a, there were a lot of so you know you got these uh, the flight attendants going down snatching people's phones up nobody on the plane says that a word. That was my they favorite see, scene. They see the st- <laughs> excuse me you see the the uh, the flight attendant stomping on this guy's phone. Nobody says a word. How now, about the guy's reaction when she takes his phone? This is everyone's reaction. Right. <laughs> um, right. I'm sorry. Someone just ripped your phone out of your hand. Right. The flight attendant did, and then stomps on it. Do we get a? Oh wait, like you know for a fact oh, these guys were background actors, like a featured background actor, and they're like just, just they give them no direction. Just no, look, no, like, they, they were on United, and they were just happy that they weren't getting <laughs> they pulled, off the plane. Get pulled off the take plane. Take my phone, don't take unless, me. Unless Great. United is one of our sponsors, in which case fly <laughs> we United. Love United. We love um, United. Huge fan. <laughs> What did we do that last week with? Uh, I can't uh, remember. I don't remember. Um, so yeah, so so speaking of what you were talking about with with uh, with Shelby and and Clay, so mm-hmm. Raina has to turn herself in to go get Nima out 
or to go see Nima. Just to go see where she just is. Just to go see where she is. Right. Then gets herself t- t- taken. Shelby then, you know, scattles off. Here's my thing about that whole thing. And you know I'm all about placement of people. The FBI was, like, surrounding these people, surrounding this camp or whatever they thought, wherever they thought. First of all, why didn't the FBI go in and get them? <laughs> True. You know what I mean? A, if they already knew where they were, because it wasn't that they walked. She, Raina walked right outside past a tree and that was it. And then they swooped in on her. Secondly, the team that was there... You snatched her, put her in the thing. Where was the backup team? Where was the backup team to go after the other four? Like if they all thought that this was a compound that they were going to be at. Jaxley, you're going right. You're you're looking too much into I'm that. Just it's trying to, I mean, I'm we just can't really look too to much into because there are going to be so many holes that we can find in this show that you just have to think. You just have to like throw it away as TV magic because it's like. They, I feel like, and Mike Smith says he's going to hate their new showrunner next season, but I'm like, the showrunner this season didn't really do very much of a good yeah, job Yeah, almost either. ran this show into the ground so, this season. Let, can we just please talk about the fact that the Nima Reyna situation I was right so big. You did. You did. Good was job. so big this at second half of the season, and they literally explained nothing. nothing. They were just free. She walked out, was like, I'm going to get my sister. And then all of a sudden, they ended up so Are you Reyna? Yeah. That was better than your Russian accent at the beginning of the first half of the season. Thank you. I can master one accent. Oh, uh, yeah, one at a time. Uh, no, that's that's really, and I know we're going to talk, we're, that, that's in the second part of the oh, half sorry, of this episode, sorry. so we'll get to that. Um, so, yeah, Clay needs to get this code. That that also happened very fast, because we didn't even see who he got the code from. Right. Because I was like, is he caught? Because I thought that he was going to call Felix for the code. Or even his mom, who was like, I still have access, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't that. It was, your mom just left a week ago. Do you still have contacts? Not, could you get it from your mom? Because by that point, they had to re-scramble oh, all the codes. Oh, that's true, yeah. So, like... But I thought I thought that's how they were going to bring Felix back in. No, not like, the way like, that they did. Like uh, Renee said, they spent so much time on Shelby trying to, you know, sober him up, and him trying to hit on Shelby that they didn't even. Right. So then one one so all, all this whole thing, Ryan. Everybody's got their own little tasks that are happening. <laughs> one one particular situation um, that I thought was really interesting was change the dynamic. That Ryan changed the whole trajectory of Ryan Booth, which is the conversation with Matthew Keys, mm. where he basically told him that he was not as good of an agent as Alex was. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, wow. Ryan, who's like the stand up agent, is now being told he's not as good as the rogue agent. And that he and only got hired at the farm be, to make to make her better, Alex better, which I thought was crazy. Another fact that was that I found interesting was uh, Keys's wife was also a CIA operative, which I think that they could have explored. Maybe they'll do it next season. Um, there's a lot of chat going on. Yes, they did get renewed for a, uh, a third season. Third season. Um, it's only going to be episodes, 13 episodes so. until they find the new showrunner. Drexel told us this before we I aired. I didn't, but I was going to tell you later, um, but Tim already skipped ahead. Well, they're talking about it in the yeah, chat, so we need that. to talk about these guys. Um, and I feel like I hope that they explore that more in the next season. Hopefully they will. Um, but I want to see more of a develop- character development with, with Matthew Keyes. Yeah, well, if he comes back. Um, cause, I don't think he will. Knows? Knows? I don't know about this. Wait, just a question. So, uh, Keys hired Ryan and Alex because he wanted Ryan to make Alex better, but they fired Alex during her mission because she was interfering with their other mission, <laughs> but then they wanted her to go rogue. Are you as confused as that? Because think back to how that whole thing started. Miranda had ulterior motives. They hired, they fired Alex. Do you not remember this when they got rid of Alex, but Alex yes. kept them. 
Did you really only bring Ryan on to make Alex better because you ended up firing her? Who knows? Just a motivator, really. Just a little motivating. Um, So, and so then they ground these planes, which is great, blah, 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 blah. But the bigger plan was not just these planes. It was, it was these planes, but it was to get to the bigger issue, uh, the bigger part of the plan, which was the Constitutional Convention. Yes. Um, So... I'm going to quickly explain what that means for everybody. Please do, because I was um, very confused. So, Constitutional Convention is, is something that's within Article 5. Something that people have been talking about um, since Donald Trump was president. So, right now, so it takes uh, two-thirds of the state, you know, an amendment has to yeah. be ratified by, the, by Congress, and then it has to pass two-thirds of all the states. Um, in this case, um, to, that would take a long time. Because this is why we only have twenty, you know, twenty five, twenty six amendments, and and nobody has done anything since. So you have to get a constitutional convention together to kind of rework some of the things. Now, right now, Republicans control about a good chunk of the Republican legislatures, and eleven of the states have supported a constitutional convention. Now they need thirty four states to call a constitutional convention and if they ever got the 34 states they would do go to Phil- they would go somewhere Philadelphia in this case for Quantico and they would start to make changes to the amendments That's or scary. update them now America's only been around for less than 300 years technically um, so then the question is are we due for an update I think we are honestly especially when it comes to the second amendment I mean that yeah, but- has then you have to think of this Republican. This but that's what I mean. Right. Like that's it does need to be ratified, okay. but at the same time, it's never going to happen because we can we can make little changes. We have we had or have the power to make little changes to that amendment, um, or to you know enable acts that can protect people um, in the United States from the Second Amendment. But it still hasn't been done in spite of everything that has happened with gun violence. Gun violence. So right. But so for, just, to ratify that's, the entire thing, I don't. Well, I mean, well, I mean, you can get. I mean, in this case, hypothetically speaking, you could get thirty-four states because Republicans control almost control thirty states basically, and so I mean, they could call it. They get eleven. All they need is about fifteen, eighteen. Then things start to topple after that, and so you can call a constitutional convention anytime soon. I mean, in the next two, three years or whatever, if that's the the overall plan, so they can go back and start making some of these changes. Um, which is why it's really important to vote, people. Um, and then, but the last time a Constitutional Convention was called was when the Constitution was ratified, you mm. know, when the, when the amendments happened. So, I mean, this is not something that happens uh, often. All the time, every year. <laughs> but that does not mean that it cannot happen. <laughs> Could you guys imagine being alive and that would happen? That'd yeah, I mean, it'd be crazy. Yeah. I mean, it was just crazy to watch on the show, which is why I said this is, it's always very scary stuff to watch. But you guys can Google that. Like, you know, there's articles that have been coming out over the past few couple of months uh, just about the Constitutional Convention and what that went entail for people um so the next task for the uh for the team is now to uh, topple the presidency and stop the constitutional convention from happening which then um takes us into episode two which is the resistance so at the end of the last episode the fbi visits clay's apartment and then they whisk everybody off to the uh, White House, which is where the president is, and he is now exposing <coughs> the team, um, CIA agents and FBI agents. Now, this is where it got a little crazy for me because I was like, 
the last time CIA agents were exposed was Dick Cheney. And that's not, I mean, that was, that was a big thing. Like, you just don't expose CIA agents. FBI is a little bit different because they're not undercover agents. They're not, you know, intelligence officers. But FBI, I mean, but CIA, yeah, you just don't expose agents out there like that. I don't I mean, even know. What are they not called agents? But that's but another... Operatives. Operatives. Operatives, CIA operatives, FBI agents. But that's another thing that bothers me because it's like this... That, and that's another reason why it felt like a season, a series finale for me because I'm like, these all... Literally, everyone on the team now, all of their faces are exposed now. So... How do we expect to go into a season three and be undercover in any capacity when everybody knows your face? Well, and that's that's why that's why it was always so crazy when we saw those uh, those uh, hackers that time, and they were looking at Alex Paris like they had never seen right. him before. Mm-hmm. You're like Alex, this is Alex Paris, the person whose face has been plastered all over the news, <laughs> all over newspapers. Yeah, but now know? not isn't only is it not only just Alex, but now it's everybody, now literally it's everybody, everybody on the team. Like right. what? I mean, Clay obviously is one person who's whose face they've already seen public. before already yeah. public um, Ryan Booth had already been public at that point because of the of the, the episode where they exposed him on video um, some Nima. of these other Nima oh, Nima wasn't uh, even Nima there was there yeah uh, Shelby Wyatt already exposed because I mean she's big money you know so there was a couple of people but but I mean like a couple of the other people you're like uh, you know Owen who had, was CIA oh, wait, Owen Owen was, was standing up there I know I know wasn't he exposed though he was exposed. That's why he doesn't work out in the field anymore, right? Yeah, he works at Quantic, uh, the farm. He works at the farm. Yeah. No, wasn't he, he, was, he wasn't pulled because he was exposed, I don't think. I think he was pulled because of everything that had happened. His mental state. Yeah, there, there was a lot of things that was happening. I mean, I could be, somebody could correct me. I thought um, he was exposed. Um, so then the president's, the, the purpose of that was for the president to now create, uh, to basically dismantle the FBI and CIA, create one agency, uh, which in this case, um, um, in the real world, um, everything falls under the Department of Homeland Security, and this is kind of what they were kind of going for, put everything under one umbrella, because all the other, because then the intelligence agencies weren't working well together, so they needed to put everybody under one umbrella, which is the Department of Homeland Security, and that's what it was. But now they've kind of toppled all that to create DISA, the Domestic Service Agency, which is, I don't know why they've had an eye in there. I don't it was, know why they had an eye in there. It was weird I was thinking me. that, too. Because um, I thought it was just DSA, and then they were calling it DISA, and I was like, where's the eye? <laughs> I don't there. get it. It wasn't the domestic um, intelligence service agency. M- maybe I thought it was the domestic I, intelligence service. Maybe we can. Yeah, can I'll write that um, down. Um, so yeah, so they've got now got the dice, uh, um, and then they bring back Iris Chang. So now they're, they're well, the rec- team has to like has they to have like, to like play like this role of <laughs> oh yeah we're supporting this new presidency and supporting the direction that he wants to go in, but really we're not. We're like what's new though? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, so Iris Chang, who we remember from season one, comes back. He was exposed, he was exposed Renee's yeah. right. So that's why he was already exposed. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good. Thank you, uh, The Truth, in the chat room. Um, and you're welcome, also. And Renee, thank you very much <laughs> for pointing that out. Um, which was good to see Iris. Good to see somebody from season one. Yeah. Yeah, so random. So random to bring... I was like... I know you. Right. But I didn't remember her name remember for her name the life either. of me. Which is interesting because, like, out of all the characters that they could have brought back, like, uh, where, where was, De- like, Dayana? De- where is Dayana? She's gone. We have a PSA. Where's Dayana? Which Someone. I'm really surprised that she wasn't one of the people that were that got interviewed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she had already trained. She had already, I mean, I know that she was a little cuckoo, whatever, but... <laughs> 
they just kind of wrapped her up and put her in a little bow and she She's was gone. gone. She's gone. Um, but as the truth said, all the black women are in jail. So, so Diana got to go too. She <laughs> might be in jail. She might be in jail. I don't know. Um, and then um, now Nima, who is still being held, is being charged with criminal impersonation, which is a felony in Virginia. Yep. Um, Clay is now working on the no states for the convention. So everybody's kind of in their holes now. Um, and then the team starts to use the bar as a cover. Did you guys think that was smart? No. Like, what did you guys I think thought, was going to happen? I thought it was smart, but then it was a little too, like, um, um, like 007 when they were, like, opening the jukebox and, like, opening the, the billboard. And I was like, where is the owner to the bar? Who did he not know? Like, where? Right. What, like you guys have been coming to this bar for two seasons now, almost this entire season, and all of a sudden you're just like transform, you're transforming it into a a bunker. Yeah. Uh, remember that? Remember that episode where it was like it was like blocked, yes. and it was. I thought they were going to do that. No, nope. they might as well have brought that back. Uh, I just what I I guess there I have a few questions. One, uh, who owns that bar? Uh, two, Hagrid's brother Albus. I mean, <laughs> what's his what's his what's, his, what's, his, what's Albus Dumbledore's brother? Harry, Harry Potter, Potter reference. What's your second question? Um, my second question is. If they're being followed constantly, wouldn't like they notice that they're not leaving the bar? That they're staying right. after but, hours? But it goes back to what Maxwell Fletcher had said, because what we come to find out that he was actually watching them, or he was actually, you know, listening, listening to, them. to them. Well, yeah. Um, which was, <coughs> they thought they were good, and they weren't. Nope. Yeah, and they didn't notice the new TVs. How do you not notice new TVs that are installed? And then on top they of said that, they were new. All you had to do is unplug them because only the mics were working. So if you just unplugged them like they did after they were exposed, it, like, they're already so paranoid. You leave you, their right. smartphones in the fo- in the car. You can't unplug a TV. <laughs> I don't think. Well, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, if you're gonna be paranoid, go all out. That's what un- I always say. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real though. But for three months, you don't notice new things. New TV. Your job is to notice sweeps and new bugs Everything. and things like that every time you walk in there. So she, that was weird. She looked at her water bottle that was in her bag and was like, "Wait, I didn't put that in my bag." Right. And then like figured out this whole conspiracy going on, but she didn't notice the four flat screen TVs that they added to the bar. Uh, Carmen in the chat room said, "Why meet in the bar versus meet the bunker?" At that point, the bunker had already been. Made. Yeah. yeah, so they wouldn't meet. They wouldn't have met, met in the bunker. I'm sure they could have found a better place anywhere, that, literally anywhere, anywhere but a bar. Um, but then uh, they were being, bar. but then they were being followed. So they could have gone back to the farm. Could have gone back um, to the farm. So then they're working on uh, flipping swing votes. <laughs> they had about four swing votes in the convention to kind of um, stop this train from wrecking itself. Yeah. Um, and they started to use scandalous situations about people, which I found interesting in this kind of post-truth world. Like, you can literally make anything up about anybody and it doesn't really stick all that much. Or it does. Like, how much did you guys think those scandals would have hurt those people in this day and age? No, I thought, I mean, to, to swing the vote, I was persuaded. I thought those situations were cool. They were very um, clear and concise. And this is what we're doing to you to swing, to, to make you to say no. And I believed all four of the situations. I thought that were, they were cool. Okay. Well, I mean, not necessarily that they were not, ma- that they were not made up. But, like, do you think it would have mattered if that truth would have come out? Well, it would have ruined a marriage. And then I remember what the other three were. 
Well, I mean, all of them were dominatrix and things like white that. Supremacist like, white group, supremacist group, corporate yeah. fraud. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it would have inconvenienced them enough to, to swing their vote, for sure. I yeah, would think. I, yeah. But I maybe so not, like, destroy them. No, but, right. I mean, that's all they wanted to do was swing the votes. Yeah. And they did that. Um, Until. And, yeah, yeah. Which and, leads us to... Which leads us to Clay's <laughs> big plan, which Clay okay. comes back and he has an epiphany because he's now talking to Felix, and Felix is like, you guys have been... Basically, it took Caleb coming back to get this plan in motion. Actually, Caleb saved the whole day. Caleb was the real hero. Caleb was the episode. hero. <laughs> we always knew that Caleb would have come back. Should have come back for a reason. Wow! And here he is saving the day because Clay's plan was to surprise them, go after Peter Theo's information on his computer and his house. Because if um, he has information on everybody else, he must have must information have on his information. collaborators, including Roar. Because people like that, people who have information like that are always going to find a way to protect themselves. There's always going to be a fail-safe situation, and Peter Theo was too smart not to have fail-safe on. I thought that was pretty smart. A smart angle for the writers to go in. Like, why, if they're 20 steps ahead of you guys all the time, where could we go? Oh, Peter Theo. That's awesome. Right. Wait, what was... Oh, sorry, girl's name from Quantico Season 1? Isis. Iris. 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 Not Isis. <laughs> You know why? You know, you know why I said ISIS because I wrote down ISIS, and I really meant Iris. Oh God, not ISIS! Lord help me. Um, I wish they showed the scene where like they got Iris on their team because Iris was like, "How could you be part of this?" Da 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 da. She's out. Like when and then Iris I, came in, and then all of a sudden she was helping them. Why did in. they have all it would take for me to be happy is a five to ten second scene of Alex going. You win, and she goes. You bet I'm in, and then that's it. I would be fine. Wow, that was really good. You definitely captured the corniness of this uh, some of these I moments mean, on this if episode. We're being honest. Yeah. The makeout scene at the bar was really uncomfortable. Yeah, Way yeah. Uncomfortable. The Will, Iris, and Peter Theo thing, and then the bedroom, and then Will's like, uh, like trying to act like he doesn't like it, and I'm like, what is happening? And then he says. What did he say? I'd be okay with it. That's oh, that's what he said after that. Well, like, yeah, with like, yeah, Iris yeah, was like, if, me too, we, if you don't do this, I'm gonna let him have your way with you. Yeah. Like, oh. I was like, this is cool. All right, and um, I down with a little gay three. Down with <laughs> so Why they not? take this information to the Russians. Another reality check. Um, where the Russians are now in play, which is well, that- that's why they were trying to um, to to um, lure Peter Tio because they were trying to hack his computer, right? To get to do this to whole get the information thing. to do the Russian thing, yeah. So <clears throat> they get this information to the Russians, which was really weird because Russians had not been in play this whole season, other than just a conversation with Felix. It wasn't like we ever saw or had connection with some other than a com- other than a conversation with about the Russians True. and their connection to the United States. So I thought that was a little weird to have another outside group now come in and then now they now they're doing this information. I just thought it was sloppy to use the Russians in real time as the as the people to help take you know this guy down. I don't know. I feel like America's always had a feud with Russia, so of course, and Russia would yeah, jump at any anybody. opportunity. But it could have been anybody. What do you it mean it could have been, been anybody? I'm saying like it could have been anybody who wanted power. It could have been any other superpower. Yeah, but Russia is the our equal superpower. You know who so, could have been what North Korea? No, it could have been um, um, what's his name um, from the UK. Um, um, who's the, what's his name? What's I don't know. You're asking the wrong uh, people. But I think Russia was a fairly <laughs> no, 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 reasonable. No. What's, what's his name from the farm? Um, from MI6. Henry? Harry? Harry! Where's Harry? Where is Harry? Sebastian, you know, I'm saying it could have been anybody to use the information to take back to their government, especially with our, with, with, with the United, with the United Kingdom being 
an ally. But the United Kingdom is one of our allies. We needed to have somebody who would go against us and try to take uh, take the presidency down. That's why they chose Russia. Yeah, it's in the UK's interest to take this president down. Is what, what I'm saying. Like there are reasons why other countries would have wanted to topple this presidency too. Well, they picked Russia. They, they picked, picked Russia. Russia. I just thought it was a sloppy way. Like you just okay, Russia is the scapegoat. You know what I mean? Like I'm I mean, not I a Russia apologist. I'm just saying like like that for these episodes. Yeah, but that wasn't one for me. I was like, okay, they picked Russia. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, it didn't really bother me there. It bothered me that there was that awkward. Oh, sounds like something my girlfriend would say. Scene between Clay and Shelby at the bar, and you're like, this is so uncomfortable. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And then I made the Goldilocks reference. I was like, Shelby went for uh, Caleb first. And she was like, oh, he's too young. And then she went for Caleb's dad. And she was like, oh, he's too old. And then she found Clay and he was just right. (laughs) I'm just kidding because he got back together with his uh, ex-fiance. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, I mean, so then they get to the convention and Rourke is... The, the the role of the Russians was to get Rourke to propose a constitutional, uh, <laughs> a constitutional amendment. Uh, I mean, amendment to one of the amendments, basically, to change a couple of words. Um, basically, they wanted to change uh, safety to security. Safety to security. Yeah, um, which I, I wish they would have told us the whole line. Yeah, in the in the. So we can understand what that like what that like, change, what? but how big that change would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, basically, they get there. They now Clay gets pulled into the office with, um, which I thought Claire, I thought it was weird that Claire Haas wasn't there. Why would she be there? like as a part of the resistance? Well, why? Because Clay was doing all his work. I just thought that it was... Uh, like, not, where was everybody? Not necessarily there at the convention, <laughs> but, like, President Haas wasn't anywhere. Like, nowhere. Like, I mean... And how could you bring back Maxine and not President House? Oh, that was... Oh, Maxine. She's pretty chill after being dumped. What? Right? She was like, how is he? Everything's good. Like, they were engaged. It's only been, like, four months apart. And I love that she's not suspicious at all that Shelby and him are getting it out. Well, she's, she's a like, little suspicious. Not really. She's like, I know you guys are friends. It no, wasn't, like... No, but then like, at the end, then toward the, in the in more further... Oh, she's she was like, was like I, I could see why he, why he would... Lie to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, basically, the team gets their, um, gets the, get the information that they need. They get the recording. Alex goes live, which I was like, okay. To out him. To out him. That was weird. Whatever. Um, Yeah, that was so weird. It's like right. a periscope. <laughs> it really was, Right, though. it was Facebook Live. Reporting Alex, live Alex from goes... the weirdest basement I've been in. And then all of a sudden she's in broad daylight. Yep, all of a sudden we, they found her location, but then she's all of a sudden in front of them. If yeah. they found her location... First of all, where were the people standing outside the door? Right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if they were looking for her, there would have been guards at the door. Uh, Great she security. Opened the, she opened the door. There was nobody behind her. She had that Beyonce fan, windswept hair, blah, blah, blah. She walks in. She did look and great. And she looked she amazing. And she's walking in not un, un, unharmed. Um, nobody's trying to take her out until somebody then tries to take her out, which well, she ends up getting fake. shot. Well, I'm... Can I, can well, I, it was fake, the, and then we finally point? get, and when we see that Mar- they set up, well, they set up Miranda to, I guess, had taken the shot, but it was just a blurb in her shirt. Um, the one thing that I loved about that whole thing was Ryan's reaction. <laughs> oh gosh, it killed me, but it was so 
I, that whole like, oh baby, you did great. When have we ever heard Alex call Ryan baby? Ugh. But she's been wanting their to relationship say for was two so seasons. forced. This last two episodes it was so forced. I felt like they were trying to get us to like them, and it just wasn't working. They haven't built them up enough. Thank you. Like at all well, this season. You know, some people require what? a little friction to bring them back together. But one relationship that I did like was the Owen and Miranda kind of like yeah, like flirty thing. I was like, oh, I wonder if they're gonna explore that. Nope. I was just honestly more relieved that he was going after someone his own age because I was getting really creeped out when, mm. um, oh gosh, Raina brought to light the tension between Alex and Owen. And she's like, oh, I don't think it's about, she's like, it's who she went with. You know, and then you're like, oh gosh, it's real, it's not just us. But right. then it never happens, <laughs> I was really pleased. Uh, in the chat room, uh, they said, why did they have Miranda shoot Alex? I missed that whole. Th- I forgot about that whole thing. No, I got it. I just I am with the truth. I don't understand why they had Miranda do it either. I don't understand. I don't. Wait, of oh. all people, you mean? I get why she did it. I get why she did it now too. It just hit me. Um, hit Alex too. But well, it was just a blank. That was just a blurb. I'm she didn't get saying. shot. And which I don't understand how she ended up shooting a blank. Everybody's out. Everybody gets out. But I mean, everybody's like free. But Miranda. Miranda only shoots Alex. So what's the point? How do they get everybody out, including Nima and Reyna, off of terrorism charges and felony charges? Miranda shoots a blanket Alex. Maybe well, they got her on murder charges. It had to look like she happens. actually shot her, though. Right. I'm just... Yes. Because they needed Alex to disappear. Right. But how many times have they got somebody that they just hit somebody? I don't know. They, Miranda said a, a, a lot of times in this episode, she's like, it's not penance. She's like, I have to do, I have to do what's right for my country. And I guess that's what she felt she had to do. Yeah, I'm with Chels, too. I thought the shooting was... Oh, yeah, the shooting could have been a cliffhanger, too. Um, so, yeah, so at the end, um, Rourke ends up committing suicide. Good. Yeah, what a, what a cop, cop It was out. such a cop-out. I agree. Um, I thought he would have gone out there... I mean, we knew it was coming, like, just in that conversation with Clay, yeah. but I thought it was... I was just like, first of all, where did he get a gun? He's in a room... That's what I was two, thinking. ...with Secret Service... Four of them in every you know, corner. Yeah, and so you're like, so what is the Secret Service there for? And how did he get a gun? Like, okay, and um, and then one of, was the thing that was interesting, and again, a r- piece of reality, which is he says that Theo and Winter and Fletcher, they all have the money to buy themselves out of this whole thing, uh, which we talk about constantly. People being billionaires and they're have the ability to kind of buy their way out of whatever they want to. Um, and that he has no money and that, you know, but which I find really interesting that he wasn't funneling money to, out of all the things he could have done, he didn't funnel any money to himself. Um, but by that point, he would have gone to jail anyway. I feel like he was the fall, yeah, he was the fall guy. Yeah. If things went south, he would have always gone to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, on a happier note, every, it was like a little bow tie at the end. That's why it felt like a series finale for me. Yeah, yeah. and, I, and, 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 and we'll, get, we'll get to that in just a second because, like, so Nima and Reyna are out. Yep. Maria, uh, Maxine and Clay back together. Yep. So awkward. Owen is now the deputy director of the CIA. And he's reshaping the agency. You know what it was? It was the fact that Alex helped him out in the pool. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah that's yeah. what got him that role. And then, uh, and then Miranda is in jail, not happy. Um, and then Shelby is now, I guess, training recruits at Quantico. Which is fitting. I, no, I like that. You didn't like that? Which I thought fine. that was great. I liked it, but I don't think Shelby should be training anyone. 
Oh, I like the fact that she's Shelby my Shelby literally does what she shouldn't do all the time. She. <laughs> the truth said, okay, so the truth said there's the, the plot hole. Uh, that he got the gun from the plot hole. Diana was in the got sucked into the plot there hole. Are many <laughs> there are many, there plot, are many holes. plot holes. We should do segments on our on our other shows about the plot hole. It should be it's just, instead there, of there predictions. Were, it should be the plot hole. There were too um, many plot holes. I think one sh- relationship that I really liked that they tied up was Nima and Shelby and how they were saying, "Oh, we're the Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls." girls yeah. Because they were together since season cute. one, and I really enjoyed that. How close they got and, and how they're gonna miss Alex. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so then, uh, and then the Alex in the plane seat. First of all, I want to know why Alex is on a commercial flight all by herself. alone? That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, where are all of the other passengers? Like, it wasn't even a private plane. She's trying to be low-key. Next scene, flying commercial, completely alone on a plane. Right. But what the, is low-key about that? The only thing that confused me about that was that they were... They, the so thing? they were in the bunker. Right. <laughs> they were in the bunker. Everybody's wrapped up. Yay. They're saying, oh, there's some people that are saying that they've seen Alex um, for the last month in Belgrade, I believe it was. And yeah. then they, was it like a three flashback? It said three months earlier. Oh, they so did. So it went back, yeah. Okay, so it did go back to the plane yeah, when she left. Did. Why didn't they just... Just to confuse us a little bit. Why didn't they just do the plane first? I thought, and it, was, then I thought it was a typo. I thought it was like three months earlier, maybe three months later. I didn't even think about that. No, it was like, three months earlier. It's when it she was, took the flight away, and Ryan was there. That's why Ryan didn't say. But it was her. so obvious, like when she, when Owen was telling her in the car, "Oh, Ryan's not here. He's got to do something." And I was like, "He's probably in the plane waiting for her." It wasn't a big surprise, you guys. Like, it was also the same way they met. Now I feel like I should rewatch episode one, season one, when they, they met. They met. Oh, they, they on the plane, plane. and right. he said, "I'm Ryan Booth," and she was nice to meet you, Ryan yeah. Booth. The same thing. Yeah. That's why I felt like a series finale. How yeah. are they going to end the series now? Right, and and so Ruined. so so <laughs> just to be clear, um, the, you know, Friday was probably the last couple of days for a lot of the renewals of a lot of shows. I know we talked about at the beginning of the episode. Um, Quantico didn't get renewed until like in the last few hours, in the last twelve hours. Today. Today, like within the last few oh, hours, wow. so yeah. um, so I think that they went in giving fans a, a bow tie, you know, oh, like a tie up at the end because they didn't, they didn't know was, what was going to yeah. happen. So true. And, but now it's just going to be even more awkward coming out of all that bow tie. Well, you know I what think, I mean? and so as they, as they go into the next uh, the next thirteen episodes of season three, um, I think that there's an opportunity to kind of do a like a here's where everybody is. Now they've got to come back together for one last hurrah, get it over with, get it out of their system because there's a bigger threat, blah, 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 whatever, get everybody out. And yeah. like, I think that's going to be it. And I think that's going to be it. it. I think season three is it. I think yeah. season three is it. I think it. season three has to be it. Yeah. So um, it's been a great season. It has. Yeah. I love doing it with you guys. I love doing it with you guys. I loved our viewers. Our viewers have been really loyal. Yes. Thank you guys for leave, keeping up with us yeah, every week. Leave your comments uh, below um, to tell us what you guys thought about your the, the season, your favorite uh, episodes of the season, your favorite characters of the season. Uh, we'll be sure to respond to everything. Um, I have political culture. Yeah. To Tuesdays on Black Hollywood Live and After Buzz, so uh, be sure to check that out. We just hit our one-year anniversary. Uh, what shows do you guys have? Um, I have a lot of season finales uh, this week. I had this. I have uh, Grey's Anatomy season finale on Thursday night, um, and then the Survivor finale that I do on Wednesday nights is coming up next week, so I hope you all out of after shows, and I'll miss you guys. Yeah, we're actually wrapping up Famous in Love tomorrow. I have the season finale of Disney and Survivor, Disney Movie News, and for The Bachelorette, Premiere, I will be guest hosting the Bachelorette After Show. That's so exciting. Nice. I'm really excited. With the first black the... bachelorette. Ooh, ooh. Uh, be <laughs> sure to follow one. After Buzz at After Buzz TV and follow all of us on Twitter 
and uh, enjoy season three of Quantico. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye. guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.